0: Joining us now on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You can read all of his fine work at his website hoopswire.com, hoopswire.com. He's a longtime friend of the show. He's like our he's like our long-lost brother. Boy, he's got I think he's got a decade in already, doesn't he? He's Sam Amico. Hello, Sam. Gentlemen, how are you? How are we you? we're well. Thank you for your time today, sir. We appreciate it. Absolutely. It was a
1: fun game last night.
0: Uh fun is a good term and in a game where, okay, occasionally you're going to need somebody to carry your team, and it's good to know the Cavs have somebody who can actually carry the team in that kind of a manner because, man, you don't see games like that very often, Sam. Uh, they needed him last night. He was there.
1: Yeah, you know, you you watched the whole first half all the way through about the middle of the third quarter, and you thought, man, they really just need some kind of a spark. They're just kind of flat. They've been flat all night, uh, just weren't getting good shots. And, you know, that was really a, a superstar league MVP candidate type of move. He just took over, you know, starting to get a pass. It was just something else. You know, it, it, it seemed like the more shots he started to hit, the more rhythm that he got into – Uh, just the more comfortable he started to feel like, you know what, I'm just going to keep going until they stop me. And uh, they never did.
0: Is this sustainable?
1: I like, I keep looking at this and I keep going. All right, man. They're third, I don't know, third place, uh, third, fourth place in the East. Is this sustainable? Like I, I'm just, there's a part of me that's going, just enjoy the ride, man. Just enjoy everything you're seeing and have fun. And let's see how the chips fall towards the end of the season but then you're like, oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, there's some good teams in the East. How's this how's this thing gonna play out? There are plenty of good teams in the East. You're right about that. Uh I, I think that it is sustainable. Uh, you know, obviously with with good health, continued good health and and, and getting Darius Garland back on the court and getting the addition of Ricky Rubio.
0: <clears throat>
1: I think that they're, you know, they defend well enough for stretches of the game the Cavs do that. Uh, I, I think that they're going to be, you know, in the top five uh, in the East for most of the year. You look at the teams beneath them, I think they're better than all of them. Now, you know, maybe the Sixers might pass them uh, just because they're an experienced group. But, uh, you know, the Mets are super hot. Uh, the Celtics and Bucks, experienced teams that have been there before. You know, so I, I think the Cavs are going to be in that mix, and that's all that they were really expecting to be. Uh, Mitchell has kind of lifted it to, to the point where, yeah, you do believe it's sustainable because, you know, I've always said in the NBA, if you have the best player on the court, is one guy, most nights you're going to win. You're going to win more than those. And last night they had the best player on the floor. so more often they're able to do that, the more that they grow as kind of a unit. Uh, Yeah, and you guys, look, other than Jared Allen, really nobody had that great of a game last night. You know, it was more or less, uh, Karis Lavert really struggled, and a couple of the other guys just couldn't get it going. So when when Mitchell, uh, it was something, like you said, Jeff, that they pretty much needed.
0: Sam Amico joining us, HoopsWire.com. Are, are you surprised, Sam, that other guys, and I, I won't say have struggled, but it's real clear if Donovan Mitchell doesn't have a good game or if Darius Garland doesn't have a good game, this team might have some issues. And, and I, I, I'm i a little perplexed by that. It, it just seems, and I know most, most teams in the NBA are like that. Your star has to be you know, your star. I get that. I'm just, I, I kind of was expecting a little bit more out of a couple of guys and maybe just situationally because of Donovan Mitchell being here and obviously taking, you know, a, a big focal part of the offense, which is good away from some of these other guys. I wonder if it's changed the way the entire team approaches things. I you do know. Karis Levert has been looking for his spot. Uh, Evan Mobley though, progressing, isn't, you know, putting up the types of numbers and getting the number of shots you might've thought. And I, And I'm looking way past, way down the road on this, but I I wonder: does that at some point come back to bite them?
1: Those are all very valid points. Uh, I don't think. Look, let's let's start at the small forward spot. You know, we kept hearing at the beginning of the year in training camp: well, Okoro might win it, Lavert might win it, Dean Wade might win it. Really, nobody has. I mean, now Lamar Stevens is there. Nobody has really into that starting small forward role and gotten real comfortable there. And the Cavs haven't been like, yeah, we found our guy. Uh, you know, we have a clear starting small forward. It really it was more or less we can't find anybody who's really working the other guy. Okay, so that's just one example of things that haven't gone – that have gone – been less than ideal. Evan Mobley, when healthy – has been, yes, he's shown some progression, but he's also been a fairly uneven season. And guys, we discussed this before, if you look at his career to this point, and I still think the guy's going to be dynamic eventually, but if you look at his career at this point, Evan Mobley, you say those first three months, he looked so comfortable, was never rattled, was just really a part of, uh, you know, a team that was on the rise, I and mean, he's still in. But since then, to me, after those first three months, he has kind of hit a little bit of a wall. The Cavs don't like it when you say it, but that's what happened. He hit a little bit of a wall, and then he kind of pushed through it toward the season second half last year. And and since then, he's been pretty uneven. You know, that it's been fairly inconsistent. He's had his really nice moments, but he's also had moments where he's just not there. So, The guys around Mitchell and Garland, and Jared Allen is what he is. He's fantastic every night for the most part. You know, you talk about defensively, fantastic. But the other guys around them just have seemed to struggle to have found their spot and adjusted to a very ball-dominant but very fantastic than Donovan Mitchell and I think that's that's okay that takes some time but that's where they are I don't know that you feel concerned about it because you think eventually these guys are going to adapt and guess what they're still winning games. Sammy I know the list season is kind of over as far as getting presents but Cavaliers could have a list right by February 9th for the trade deadline uh, do you have anybody on your list that you'd like to see the Cavs go after uh, I think Alex Burks, the former cap who's now with the Pistons, who's, who's widely available, is one name I like. Bit, simply because he's really uh, become much more of a three-point shooter this season. He's having a, a great year in Detroit. Off the kind of that small forward type who could come in and uh, if he's hitting these threes as he's doing, I, and he's very available. I think that's the guy who's going to, you know, make a splash for you, but he could be a fit Uh, veteran player who makes shots and they need some more outside shooting for sure. Uh, There are other players kind of along those lines that uh, I I think that they could go out and get. But, you know, look, if if they make a move, it's going to be, I would think, You never know with Kobe. Nobody thought he was going to get Donovan Mitchell. But I would think that it's going to be more of a lower level. Let's add a veteran shooter to our roster. I do think uh, they they would also like to get another backup big guy uh, just to protect themselves from from injury. And, of course, you know, we're probably, I would say, two weeks maybe uh, from Ricky Rubio coming back.
0: Sam Amico joining us, hoopswired.com. If that kind of move isn't the kind of move they make, and I, outside shooting I think would be a, a great add for this team, and no lineup is perfect. You can put somebody there, it's the small forward spot, who's on the roster now, and, or alternate it or whatever, you know, depending on the matchup, and get it done because you have Garland and Mitchell and Allen and Mobley. However... If you wanted to make a big move, you have expiring contracts in Kevin Love and in Karis Levert. Any interest in something major, Sam, and getting something like that? Because though that could bring a big piece back, it takes two key pieces away from the team.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think that they would move, certainly not move both of those guys. I would be really surprised at this point if they move Kevin Love. I would be – don't think that they, at the moment, have, you know, made Karis LeVert available. But I'm sure he is with an expiring contract. He, too, has, you know, he's had his moments. Great guy. They love him. Uh, he loves playing in Cleveland. But, you know, just because from a business standpoint with his contract expiring, his season has not been uh, probably neither what he nor the Cavs have expected you know, or hoped to this point. He's not been bad. He just hasn't proven to be a great fit. I could see him getting moved uh, in February for for potentially a guy who's who's a better fit, kind of more of a knockdown shooter. Um, Yeah, so I I think with Kevin Love, it's just too difficult to move, too difficult to get back what you want in return. Uh, He's got, you know, a larger deal for, for a guy who's coming off the bench. So uh, the guys I would keep an eye on are LaVert, Chetty, and, and Isaac Okoro would be the guys that I think that would be dangled or, and that other teams would be calling about more more than that.
0: I, I would think LaVert's a real possibility. And, Sammy, I, I say that some of the reasons you just said. When you have Garland and Mitchell, and those, those minutes are going to be tough to come by, and he's the type of guard and sometimes small forward who needs the ball in his hands. And he's not the knockdown shooter. He's a scorer, kind like, of you know, like Donovan Mitchell is. You know, Donovan's shooting really, really well this year, but those numbers are way above his, you know, his career best. And I, I would just think that you're right. A shooter in that situation might be better than a guy who's more similar to Donovan Mitchell, and maybe even to Darius Garland.
1: Well, I've had, I had an opposing general manager told me he doesn't think LeVert will be on the Cavs roster by the end of the season. That, that's an opposing viewpoint, but I think there's some validity to it. Uh, you know, it, it seems like with LeVert, every time you feel like he's going to get it going, he's going to get it going, and then the next – I mean, he followed up his 41-point game against Boston very early in the season with what? A one-point game the next time out. Yeah. And that's not – you know, that's not – meant to trash the guy he he plays very hard you know he he does make some winning plays the ball is just not dropping on a consistent basis he's getting a look. um but yeah there there may be with a guy on an expiring contract you always have to think you know this gives us an opportunity to upgrade unless he does start clicking and feeling comfortable and looking comfortable out there on a night-to-night basis then all of a sudden that changes. And, you know, you hope Dean Wade, by the way, comes back healthy and provides you with some more of that outside shooting that you need. And, you know, then some of the other guys Ill aren't, aren't as obvious uh, if that should happen.
0: I still think Dean's the best fit to play that three spot. You know, and not, not necessarily play 38 minutes a game there, but he can give you that outside shot, that big look that worked so well last year. That big look with Donovan Mitchell added in is something that could be really special for the team.
1: Yeah, be like you know, poor man's Larry Larry Merkin in, yeah. uh, in that spot, and and that worked so well for them last year. That said, I I think that they are are pleased with, and I think that you have to like the job Lamar Stevens does, but he's not going to give you the outside shooting. You love his hustle, you love his fit, but just need kind of more of a rely. I mean, there's a reason. Lamar Stevens and Isaac Okoro always open, you know, on the corner uh, uh from the three point line. And it's because teams yeah, we'll we'll let those guys beat us from out there. And they need a guy there, I think, eventually that other teams are gonna say we can't let that guy get open in the corner.
0: Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Sammy. All right, guys, thanks so much for having me and I'm
1: I'm glad I, I think you're right, Andy. It has been about a decade. So
0: Yeah, you're on the team, you know, yeah. Thanks. For better or worse. There it is. This is true, brother. On the North Homestead, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hotline, Sam Amico from HoopsWire.com. Thank you, buddy.